Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Episode 45. 45. So excited uh, to share this uh, Christmas Eve with you, my main man, Ron, right over there. How are you? I'm your host, Eric. I'm doing quite well. Pretty excited about today. I I am. Um, Just because of the day being Christmas Eve and the fact that I've had a lot of whiskey dogs today. Oh, geez. We should have a great show. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And if we're lucky, maybe we see Santa knocking on your door going in the back after. Uh, uh, we could. We could. See that. We we could. That. I heard some rustling. Yeah. And, you know, the, some stuff fell in the chimney. I, I don't know. So it might be I, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, maybe a squirrel. <laughs> Never know. So let's start off with our leadoff story, and that would be the Tennessee Titans defeating the San Francisco 49ers 20-17. to That is not the game. No, it is not the game. You're absolutely right. That is not the game. Uh, Produces a little (laughs) one too many whiskey dogs for our producers. One too many. That is twenty. Beat the uh, San Francisco 49ers 20 to 17 uh, on a late field goal. Obviously strengthening their playoff odds. Titans can clinch the division with a Colts loss this Saturday. 49 is currently sitting sixth in the NFC. And based on whatever results, they could drop out of the playoff race uh, after this weekend. If you had a choice, and this is a question, of which quarterback you have more confidence in if they both get into the playoffs, Tannehill or Garoppolo, which one would you choose? Garoppolo. Really? Even though the two picks yesterday pretty much hurt the team. And Yeah, but they, you know, look. They they played at Tennessee, correct? Yes. I but mean, you look at this way. Look, San Chan- Francisco has been rolling. San Francisco is going to be on the road if they make the playoffs. That's a guarantee. Right. So, um, yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, well, well, first of all, I don't think I don't think San Francisco is going to win a playoff game if they make it. No. So, but it, it has nothing to really do with the the quarterback as opposed to who they're going to end up playing. You know, like, let's be honest. Tennessee is going to have a much easier game, most likely, than what San Francisco is going to have. Yeah. So San Francisco is going to have to play a powerhouse, and it, and it, it, could, get, it could get blown out. Like it could be that ugly, so I mean, if you look at if they grab that last spot, I mean, who are they gonna have to play? Maybe Arizona or the Rams, you know, depending on who wins yeah. that division, or maybe Dallas. I, I don't think they, yeah. I don't think they fare well with whoever they play. Yeah, yeah. Dallas clinched; they're in already. So we're starting to see these late games now. Week sixteen coming up. Some of these teams are able to clinch, so right. it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Uh, I, I'd still say Tannehill to me. Listen, they were there last year. Uh, you know what I mean? They won a playoff game last year in New England. 
against Tom Brady or a couple of years ago. And then even last year they, they made the playoffs. So the, the fact that he can run and do some other things is always an asset that is a, a possibility for, for, to cause some mayhem on, on the other side for the other team. So I, I would probably lean more towards Tannehill. I don't have faith in either one of them, realistically. No, I don't trust no, them, I don't. I don't expect either. Of, I don't. I don't even know if Tennessee could win their game. To be no, honest listen, with you, listen, they're, they're hot and cold. You never know. You really don't with them, and they've they've looked really good at times and, and looked really bad at times. I don't think Tannehill really manages the game well. It's easy when you have Henry in there. Yeah, it's oh, easy to manage yeah. it. You just here you go, and he may be back for the playoffs. <laughs> Just keep that out there. There's a possibility. Let's talk some NFL. <clears throat> In the current COVID-19 situation running through the NFL, 154 players have tested positive this week alone. Oh, my God. Really? Is it that many? Oh, Do you consider the NFL's handling of this situation to be a competitive disadvantage for some teams? Oh, absolutely. Right? Because so it's it. almost like they keep changing the rules just as, you know, you know, one team gets hit and they don't want that to happen. So they change the rules and all of a sudden all those players can play again. Yeah. I it's, don't know. It's really that's kind of questionable to me. Yeah, it's 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 getting it's getting to the point where I I don't understand what they're trying to do. So New England Buffalo, we're gonna get into it shortly, but now that Buffalo's out about eight players already for the for the game. And as a Patriot fan, right, you should be excited about that. But at some point, you've got to start to say, how fair is it for these other teams? It's not. Cleveland, third string quarterback. Uh, you know, we are seeing this happen Look, all, all over the league. Right? Eric, it's no different than when I was complaining about the Bruins, you know, being out, you know, eight players. And then they have to go in and play the Islanders with a Providence team. Yeah. You know? It's no different than that. If I don't like it as a fan of the Bruins, then you shouldn't like it as a fan of the opposing team that's playing against a team like that. I, I, that's 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 just not even right. Like, how do you even justify that? And, and you're starting to see some guys come back, more guys going out. Some guys have been on this list twice. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it's just I, I don't know what the league's doing. Or what they're trying to do. I know they've tried to shorten the length of time again, they have to sit out, but you know, there's a fine line on whose responsibility it is. Ultimately, it's up to the players. Look, if if I'm a pro athlete, I don't want anything to happen to me that puts me out of a game. Why are you not taking every precaution possible to keep your butt in that game? So the like, funny thing I don't too, understand that. One of the stats that I, I read, 85% of the, the, the cases that have been positive in the NFL have come from outside the facilities. So they've got they've gotten the virus from outside the facilities. Right. That's what which I'm means saying. The teams are trying to protect you, trying to keep you safe and making sure that you don't get it in the, the building. Right. And I and what I truly believe that leave. the teams are doing the right things. Yeah. Like, I truly believe that they're, they're trying their best to keep their players safe. But once they walk out those doors, you know, like you as a player need to be accountable for, for most of this. And if, and if it's coming from outside of the facilities, that's on the player. So don't 
gripe and complain about you getting it because it's your own fault. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. So we'll have to see how this all turns out. But there's going to be some funky games but, again this week. Especially for those players that are on the fringe of starting and not starting. Look, those players, as vital as they are in a game, you know, if you go out for COVID and you're out, say, two, three weeks, you might not have a job. You might not have a job come to back to because that player that's behind you is hungry. And if they come in and they do your job, guess who's getting cut? Yeah. The one who makes more money. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how this how this all turns out this weekend. Um, my producer, bring up that. So the 9-5 and five New England Patriots will host the 8-6 and six Buffalo Bills this Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. What are some of your keys to the game? As we normally do each week, we break down the New England Patriots uh, game, and then we do a post game after the game each week. So uh, looking forward to this game on Sunday. What do you think about the New England Patriots? Here? Okay, right now, top priority Thanks for joining Facebook. is – is to stay off the COVID list. So you better be taking every precaution, double masking, keep away from everyone. Everyone. Already a little nervous. I know there's three linebackers for New England. Uh, More of the special teams linebackers, not the starters. And Kendrick Bourne is still where there's a question on if Kendrick Bourne is going to be available for this game. Already an injury to Aguilar, probably not going to play as well. It looks though Nikhil Harry may get more time this week because I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I think, look, this is an opportunity for him to prove it, especially if look, we know after the first game, we're not going to run the ball 46 times. No. no. So <laughs> it, it, it's not going to work again. If it did, I'd be all right. But you got to also look at from a Buffalo bill standpoint, listen, they got smacked in the mouth the last time they played us. And they heard everybody talking about it. They're going to come into this game fired up because this is for the first first place in the AFC East as well. Yes, it is. So you can't just sit back and assume that it's going to have the same result as it did week one. New England's going to have to try to establish the run, but also a lot of play action, uh, try, to, try to make sure that they're keeping them off balance a little bit. Buffalo's defense is number one ranked in the NFL. They're number one against the pass. So if you're looking at it that way, 16th against the rush, New England has to figure a way to balance it out enough to, to throw that, that defense off. Right. That's the only shot they have. I, I'm, I'm oh, truly I, not feeling good about this game. Oh, you saw, stop doing that. I don't feel good about this game. Yeah, you said that last week, and look what happened. It's and they got ball. smoked. They got, they got destroyed. And Max wearing the glove again. The glove's bad luck. Take the glove. Don't put it back on. But he likes the glove. No He's gonna glove the for the glove. Again. Look, our defense is third overall, third against the pass, 24th against the rush. We've been talking about it all season. They give up a lot of yards on the ground. Josh Allen, to me, is the key to this game. Is Are they going to utilize him enough to say, look, we're going to have to run with him a little bit more. Now that throws New England's defense, right, because you got to play those, like you said before, the edges and keep keep him in the pocket and try to make him throw the ball where our strength is on defense. Right. If they allow this guy to run, get out of the pocket, New England's in for a long day. Yeah. And I I know you think I'm I'm what pessimist all the time when it comes to New England. Yes, you are. But if you're looking at everything on paper, this is lining up. New England played a very bad game 
on Saturday against the Colts. But you yeah, got to look at look at the way Bill Belichick reacted afterwards, his press conference. And I know normal Bill, like we say, he doesn't give a lot. He was completely disgusted. And to me, I think he had the game plan in place. His team let down for some reason. And I yeah. think he's trying to figure that out. And now this is what I'm saying. Now you're in a bigger game. Yep. How's this team respond to this matchup this weekend? Okay, well, see, this is the perfect scenario for the Patriots. You know, yes, they lost. They they played horribly last week. Um, they showed up for maybe 15 minutes. And they lost. And that last run, you know, kind of embarrassed them. So Belichick is going to be on them like pigeons on popcorn all week. And he's going to drive it into them. You cannot play (laughs) soft. Yeah. You can't play soft. You got to come out there. You got to want it more than them. And he's going to use that as the momentum into this game. And and we've seen it a million times with the Patriots. Yeah. And and that's what I I just don't know if, that Colts game was a sign of he's not get, he didn't get through to the team because you can't tell me he didn't go in saying that game was a, a just as important and it was a nationally televised game you were the only game on that Saturday like yep. everybody's gonna and then you, you laid a you laid an egg yeah you did yep. so let's see if he can get this team a little fight up questions would be on Bourne if if he's playing or not playing because if he's not playing you're looking at Jacoby Meyer and, and Nikhil Harry is your two wide receivers. That's basically what they have. Eight players for Buffalo, though, on the COVID protocol list right now. Three offensive linemen. And now Gabriel Davis has got added to that list. So they're down to basically Diggs as their only wide receiver. Their only top-notch wide receiver. Cole Beasley, his favorite target in the slot, not going to be available. Now Gabriel Davis will not be available. If they don't get offensive linemen back, how effective is their running game going to be? So, I mean, you're really looking at a big disadvantage if Buffalo doesn't get any of those players back. And uh, somehow the NFL will get them back. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Like, uh, 1 PM. I think, I think they're are... letting players play with COVID. That's what I really think. And we'll obviously do our prediction on this game at, at the end of the show. So, Let's look look at week 16 and your games of interest. So I got four this week that I'm really yeah, interested in. You know, there's so many games that are important um, because this is it. This is the last stand. If you if you lose one of these games it could be and you're on that bubble, yeah. you're, not, you're not making it. You're not making it. So I have a lot more okay. than four. I, I like have that. eight games that, are, that have at least some importance to at least one team. Okay, start it off then. Uh, starting it off with Washington at Dallas. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. Washington, you know, Dallas. Yeah. doesn't Dallas have clinched. to win this. Yeah, Washington does to stay in the playoff race. But this is Dallas hasn't played good football. Oh no, they haven't. In weeks, so you can't. So they're not going to sit back. You know, a lot of times you start no. to sit some guys or rest guys, and they need to start to play well. So. This isn't right. a cakewalk for Washington by no stretch of the imagination. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. You know, but Washington is going to have to play desperate. Yeah. And they need to win this game. If they, they lose, they're out. 
pretty much. Agreed. I mean, that's it. Yep. Makes so sense. that like is why I chose that game. I like it. What else you got? Uh, I have the Broncos in Las Vegas. I have that game as well. That is so, that is definitely I mean, a look. They're both trying to make the playoffs. Both seven and seven. Right? Yeah. Both opportunity here to 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 make the playoffs. And if you win a couple, uh, like last two games or so, you know, you, chances are you can make it. Yeah. Yeah. This that's you got a, a good shot. Game. That's a fun game, and it's hard to pick. I know Bridgewater got hurt last week, so we're not even sure at the starting quarterback situation. Right. Probably be Drew Locke. Uh, Which would be and, terrible for them. Right. So, so you, and, and again, it's on the road. Denver usually plays better at home. It's, that's a right. fun game. It's a fun game. What else? What else yeah. you got? Since you got more than I do, I'll let you keep rattling uh, Miami first. and New Orleans. Seven and seven, both of them again. Right. I like what you're doing here. I like what you're doing. I mean, these are clear games that the loser is eliminated, basically. And I know mathematically it might not be true, but for all purposes, you know, yeah, it, it no. is. I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a stat. You know how many teams are in the NFL? Well, yeah. How many? What thirty-two, right? Thirty-two. Very good. Good job. I was. I was, I was testing you there. Twenty-seven <laughs> teams are currently still eligible for the playoffs. Right. Twenty-seven. You got three weeks left in the season. I know. That's crazy. That's why I'm saying the whole league's in. It's like hockey. I feel. I feel like we're watching hockey because every year hockey is. It's like half the teams make it. Well, so. it's not so much half anymore. So. <laughs> what else you got? All right, that's so, a good one. The Miami the Saints. I like that one. Um, and the Saints. Saints. One, one the Saints going to third string quarterback. By the way, Taysom yeah. Hill's out now too. Yeah, that's just terrible for them. Um. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna laugh. I you're gonna make a comment. Minnesota. There comes the Vikings. <laughs> I knew it. But they're seven and seven. They're in the playoff hunt. Right. And they're the Rams alive. are trying to get that first place. Yeah. In that division. They're so staying alive. I, this I, is an important is. game for it both is. teams. It is. I, I can guarantee one thing. It's probably gonna be close. Every Minnesota Vikings game has been like down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Even though it seems like the Rams should be able to blow them out. Somehow think, Minnesota stays alive. To think Minnesota lost to Detroit. Yeah. They'd be eight and six right now. What could have been? What could have been? Really good. So if I they got, lose but if they make it miss the playoffs because of that game. Yeah. Heads are gonna roll. Yeah. Yeah. Heads I've are got roll. I've got uh Steelers at Chiefs. Yes, I got that one as well. Pittsburgh needs it. They desperately need it. Chiefs are coming alive now, seven straight. Yeah, I'd like to see the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, how much chop them can, down hey, a little? How much more though can you get out of uh, out of Big Ben and and, and the, the Steelers? Do you think they've got enough to get? I this is the game. I think that it finally nail in the coffin. We consider Pittsburgh done. That's yeah. my opinion. Because there's a yeah. lot going on in the. Oh, in the, I agree totally. Yeah. Uh, that AFC I don't North think it's going to be, be a, close. AFC North this close. week. AFC North's going to be crazy this week. Yes. So is the um, um, the West because you got three teams that are trying to make the playoffs and they're all and they're sitting right behind the yeah. Chiefs. So, what else you got? Uh, what else you got there? I've got the Colts and Cardinals. I have that one Saturday night this Saturday. Cardinals last game lost to Detroit. Oh, that's I ugly. That's right. a bad sign. No D Hop. He's done for the year. 
I know. That's another player I'm on my on your fantasy team. Fantasy. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the playoffs now. You're in the consolidation round. Yeah. I, 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 I literally had, like, my whole roster was injured at one point. Yeah. I, I'm going through that now with uh, talking to one of the other guys, and I'm like, hey, make sure you're looking at your roster, and he's at, they're all on COVID. Yeah, like there's nothing you can do. You can only yeah. you can only do so. You, can you can't drop them. Guys, so you're in trouble. You're in trouble. But no, that should be a fun game as well. I, I listen. Colts big win against New England looked really good for three quarters. Are they for real? Here's a test. But are the Cardinals slipping now? Is this the end of that? What we thought the Cardinals were? Hey, we do a, a, a weekly poll, top five teams in all the all the leagues. This was the first week we didn't have Arizona in it. Yeah. They basically were out after losing to Detroit. So, yeah. It just, so it's, we'll have to see. it's embarrassing. We'll have to see. What else you got? Um, and then for the two games that I really keyed in on, uh, the first being uh, the, the Browns at the Packers. Yes. That should be a fun game. I don't, I, I don't, I think the Packers roll. I think they uh, right I do down. too, and you know the Browns missed opportunities yeah. so many times this year, all season. So, so I, I think that it's their own sim- undoing. Similar to what we said with Pittsburgh, this could be the nail. You lose this game, it, it puts you in a real bad situation to even get out, get into the playoffs. Yeah, because I already know the what winner of the next game, yeah, is going to be that division. Yeah, and that's why I knew the game you were going. Ravens at Bengals. Right. How much fun is this game? Listen. This is the game I want to see. We've done this all year with the Bengals. If they don't win this game, we're not talking about the Bengals for the rest of the season. I'm not nope. doing it. That's because it. I'm tired of it. Like, this is your chance. This is it. There is no more. Right. And win it's like they've had that opportunity like three times yeah. to really take hold well, of that division. that division and the conference. They yeah. had a shot at taking yeah. the conference. This is it. I'm done. If they don't win this game, we're not talking about it. If they don't win this game, they're not going anywhere. They're probably not. They'll probably still be uh, mathematically in the mix. But I I just – how many times can you do it? And it's at home. They don't play well at home. Play well at home. No, they don't. And you think about the Ravens, how many guys do they have out? I don't know, but they always find a way to win. But they've lost a couple in a row now. Yeah, so let's see. Let's – this game, we will definitely be watching. For oh, sure. absolutely. I am I am absolutely. excited about that game. Great NFL talk. Watch NFL this Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday again, but really fun. This is going to be a fun week. A Who knows? Of- maybe even Tuesday again. Yeah, a lot of playoff implications this week. Lots going on. A lot of divisions could flip-flop. Yeah, we're going to see if people are, are contenders or pretenders. That could be a new segment. Um, triple... Playtime, my friend. Speaking of segments, let's get some triple play. Triple so play. How we, how we decided to do this triple play this week was, in the spirit of Christmas, we decided that we're going to pick these three athletes, which one we're going to start, bench, cut, all with the birthday of December 25th. So all these athletes were born on Christmas Day. And that would be Ricky Henderson, Larry Zonka, and Nellie Fox. And we, we were going back and forth all day about what we were going to do today. And famous Chris's, there's not a lot out there. <laughs> we, no. We tried, 
not Chris Bryant, of, and then nothing else. Yeah, not a not a lot of good Chris's. So we went it was with Chris Harry. Benson. Yeah. <coughs> oh man, it was Chris it was, Draper. Yeah, Latang. Like, Chris Latang. Yeah, that that's not bad, but it was I mean, okay. I mean, no nothing. nothing uh, so I'll start it off this this week, and my list is gonna blow your mind. So I already know ahead of time. This show, I don't think we're ever going to do another another segment after today's show because you're going to hate all of my picks today. Oh, my God. So I am starting Larry Zonka. And I am starting Larry Zonka, five-time Pro Bowl, two-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champ, 8,000 yards rushing, 64 touchdowns. They're like, eh, I am going with the perfect season. Give me a guy. It's the perfect time of the year, Christmas, perfect season, Larry Zonka. It all ties together. The perfect. So I went Larry Zonka. At, on my bench, I went Nellie Fox. 15-time All-Star. Won the MVP. Three-time Gold Glove. So he's delivering the presents. It's, he's not missing them. 2,663 hits. Which means, and I don't know how I could cut this guy, but I did. Ricky Henderson. Ten All-Stars. So five less than, than Fox. He was an MVP, only one gold glove, 3,055 hits, 1,406 stolen bases. I was debating on the stolen base thing, but back in the day, they didn't do it as much as they, you know, they did with Ricky Henderson. So I kind of used that as a a factor with Nellie Fox. So that was my, I cut Ricky Henderson off this list, which I I, baffled me. It blew my mind. I already know it's not going to be the same. No, it's not the same. I knew it. See, it's it's not the not, same. Is it even close? It's really not that bad though. Okay. Because I am starting Nelly Fox. Wow. See, I didn't see that one coming either. Nelly Fox, like fifteen All Stars, really? So, so let's put this in perspective. What years did he play, Eric? Fifteen. Ish. No, no, no. like <laughs> oh, the dates. Back in the days. Back in the day. Way back in the what? day. Right. Way back, right? You know, Babe Ruth era? Yep. He still went to 15 All-Stars. Fifth, 15 All-Stars. Nellie Fox. Like, could you ever want more from a player? No. If you're going to 15 All-Stars, that means you're putting up numbers. Without a doubt. So, 15 years... As an all-star, of course, MVP, you know, World Series champ. Look, the guy did it all back then. All. You know, yeah, didn't have the stolen bases. But he he didn't need the stolen bases because he was always rounding them anyway. 19 years he played. So 15 was in 19 years. That's pretty impressive alone. Yeah. Played from 47 to 65. So you're talking the era, um, the beginning of like those Yankee teams that were just yeah. amazing. So, so I, I like. So it. look, Nelly Fox. I mean, awesome. He's such a great player. Yep. Um, on the bench, I put Ricky, Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Uh, those stolen bases no, I, and beat off you. home runs. I hear you. You know, those are those are constant, and. I was a little surprised that he didn't win more gold gloves. I guess he's lazy in the outfield. Yeah, that one surprised me. Yeah. You know, so 
So, you know, I mean, I can't, I can't deny Ricky Henderson, like with all the, like what, over 400 more stolen bases than everybody else. Yeah. It's, it's something ridiculous. Nobody's catching it. it, it it's, it's never going to get touched. Never. Um, and then I cut Larry Zonka. I wanted to put him in there. I just couldn't find the room. Like Bro, he's just, and, and you said it yourself. I, he had a perfect season. I can't get over it. I can't. I, like I can't. I, he was I on couldn't that find room. It was on that team. He's too Great big of a part. guy. He couldn't fit on the bench. Yeah, I only have a small fun. bench. <laughs> yeah, we've got very small. Uh, our, our budget. Yeah, we we can't afford large benches. So <laughs> one guy. That's it. <laughs> no more than that. So let's uh, let's talk some NBA. And again, I think that dueling leagues now competing for which league could have more COVID-19 players out. So 130 players have entered the safety protocol in the month of December. The NBA is working on the league. Yeah. They're reducing the quarantine period from 10 to possibly six days, depending on testing. Here we go. Kevin Durant just got announced. He will not be playing tomorrow. Now he's on the protocol. So no Durant for the the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow in the, you know, that nice Christmas matchup. Do you feel the NBA is doing the right thing here? Look, uh, I don't think any league has gotten it right yet. (laughs) You know, I, I don't think they got it right. You know, changing the rules so those players can play even though they have COVID. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Makes you know, absolutely no sense. The definition to me. of asymptomatic, not being able to really transmit it to others. I, I don't know I don't all buy the scientific. Yeah. Again, you, what you want to believe or not believe. Yeah. Uh, I think they're just playing games because they want they want the money. They don't want to have like this be so bad that it just destroys the season. So they're going to come up with new rules to bend the rules that they had. And that's what they're doing. That's what the NFL did. That's what the NBA did. And, and I think the NHL is going to make a mistake. We talked about this the other day when we were doing the, um, the hockey, the the uh, hockey rankings, rankings. And, and I think they're going to get it wrong because they're going to play on Monday. And that is a big mistake. It is a big mistake. You have an Save opportunity for the next to get it right, and you're not going to do it just for Save spite. It. Save it for the next segment because we're going to cover that as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Look, you're getting to a point now where a lot of the key players are out. So to me, what's the point of actually having these games? So we're going to have, what, five Christmas games tomorrow, and I think half the teams don't have their players. Like, what's the point? Like, we're not even seeing it. Yep, trying to get some bits here today. If anybody from Twitch is out there, NBA should have done what the NHL did, at least, you know, maybe take a Christmas week break. But again, it's all about money. These are big games for them. This is an annual thing now with the uh, the Christmas games. And it's not like now you don't have Durant going against the Lakers. Like, who wants to really see? You got Kyrie can't play. I think it's in Brooklyn. So he can't even play. Nope. You're not going to have Durant. You got Harden. So, you know, what's the point of that? There's no point. You know, like people are paying top dollar. Look, you know, like the fans lose like they always do. 
in every squabble of all these leagues, the fans are always the one that pays the price. Yeah. And they're going to be paying that big price to watch Kevin Durant play. Oh, he's out because of COVID. And I, and I so why are we up. playing the game? I, so I had one of my coworkers. He actually went to a, a, the Celtics uh, Warriors game. It was about a week ago. Yeah. And when we're talking, I'm like, how'd you like the game? He was like, I was excited that all the players were there. Like they were playing. Because then they had a back-to-back and the Warriors sat half their, their players for the following game. Right. The NBA, look, your guy players going out now left and right. There should be no more sitting of players. Like th- that should stop now. You you got enough guys going out for 10 days at a time yep. with these these protocols. When it's time to play again, I can't see we're sitting for rest. That's driving me nuts when I see that on a right on the no. on the injury report. Look, look, like look, what are we doing? Like the we look, need rest. It's there was once pride that you play the game no matter what. Yeah. And every sport. Look, we, we talked about it with the Bruins, Patrice Bergeron in that Stanley Cup final. He was playing with a punctured lung, cracked ribs, you know, broken nose. He was still playing. Why can't these players basically sack up and get your, your butt out there and play? Like, Cal Ripken, does he mean anything to you? You know what I mean? It's like the Iron Man. No. You know, what? where is the pride? It's like, I'm going out there. If I can walk, if I can breathe, I'm playing. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think it's, I think you're 100% right. Speaking of playing, the guy that we're going to put up on the screen is back in the NBA with the Boston Celtics. The only reason why this is a story, because again, obviously we cover the, the local teams in Boston Celtics are, are one of our teams. Joe Johnson made his return to the NBA after a three-year hiatus. He was in the big three, I believe, in that league playing, uh, the one Ice Cube owns. So I, I'm just, what are we doing? I, Paul Pierce going to get a call. <laughs> like, bring these guys back. Let's, let's just get all the classics. Uh, let's get everybody. Vince Carter still looks good. He's on ESPN now. Come back, Vince. Let's just have like a, you know how they have the, uh, the old, the old time of games in baseball sometimes and all the, let's just do that with basketball. That's where we're going. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, he averaged 16 points in his career. Scored two points in his, uh, his debut with the Celtics. So I'm really excited. Close to his average. Yeah. So we should be all right. I think he's back. Oh, I just got rid of the other pictures so we don't have any more picks. All right. No Bucks show to pick. Um, so what do you think, though? You like the move? Don't like the move? Uh, I mean, what is he going to do? Like, uh, why are we not playing our rookies? I don't, I don't right? At this I point, don't understand why we're playing these teams. first and why we're not playing our first and second year players, like, as much as possible. It's like what? Uh, what's the harm? At this point, right? Get them some experience. I don't know. I don't. I don't get I don't it. Know. I don't. Joe, I don't understand it. Joe uh, Johnson. Like I said at the beginning of the NBA season, more of the same. We had the same crap 
as a general manager, and we have the same crap as a coach. I'm sorry. He's a horrible head coach. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I, I, I don't know if I can go another season with these guys what, running the show because again? it's terrible. You don't want to go 500 again? So if you enjoy what you're watching, watch us every Friday night at 6 p.m. We are live. We are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Don't have time to watch? Listen to us on Amazon, Anchor, Google, Spotify, our podcast through Rhode Island Broadcasting. You can check out Sports Unfolded podcast as well. If you're in Southeast Connecticut, you can watch us every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. on SEC TV. That is Public Access Channel 12. We are in Southeast Connecticut, Tuesday nights, 10 p.m., rerun of our Friday show. So a lot of different ways to watch Sports Unfolded and check us out. A lot of fun. If you'd like to sponsor the show, we're always looking for sponsors as well. Check us out. Reach out to either uh, Ron and myself through Rhode Island Broadcasting or Sports Unfolded. We'd love to be able to put right there, email that that gentleman right there, and then uh, we can basically give you rates where we could, uh, you know, advertise for your business, even if it's not in the local area and it's just something you want to advertise your website or anything else about your business. We'd love to do that for you as well. It's perfect for online shopping. Right, there's so much going on with us online, so we're we're everywhere. Because we reached eleven thousand eyeballs, eleven thousand, and we're getting we're getting a good amount of views now every every week on Sports Unfolded as well. So people are seeing it, and on SEC TV, twenty five thousand homes, you can see up to twenty five thousand homes could possibly see it. So let's let, let's talk about your number one topic, and that's the NHL, my friend, and. The NFL decided to shut down their season till Christmas. Do you believe they made the right choice? You kind of already alluded to it a little bit, but. Well, they made the right choice in doing that. But my fear, they're going to make the wrong choice in coming back on Monday. I thought you nailed it. I thought it was perfect what you said. Everybody's traveling or spending time with family the next two days. Let them come back, test them on a Monday, give it a few days to see what happens, and then start start after the first. Like tell right. these guys, look, you got it, you're in a bubble. I know they don't like to hear that, but so so this is what the NHL did. The NHL said that the games go on Monday and that players, if they get tested and they come up positive, they cannot enter the facilities. So it's up to the players to go get tested now somewhere. Oh, jeez. And, you know, that, that in itself is going to cause chaos with yeah. players going to these random spots now to get tested and rather even... than doing it at the facility on that Monday, get to see who's okay and who's not okay, and then you move forward from there. I don't understand why they're wasting time on on the, what their plan is. Look, you already can't cancel the Olympics. That's three weeks that the players had off for the Olympics. Yeah, jumping right, right into the now. Next you're only missing four or five games. <laughs> yeah, 
that can easily be put into those three weeks. Yeah, that originally so were even scheduled if you lose yeah. three more games this week, you're looking at eight games in a three-week span. It yeah. makes all the sense to go right up to New Year's, have the Winter Classic being played. That's the only game, and then everything continues on the next day. And it only makes I sense. Gary Bettman did it a great would, job. Look, and, and now he, he, yeah, he blew it. He it, had a chance. Yeah, it it was perfectly set up for NHL to look like the geniuses, only for them to just like, oh, we'll be half geniuses. So really, you're dumb. I, I've already I've already put a call into the NHL offices, Ron. You should be the commissioner. I should vote. So I should be we'll, commissioner we'll, of all the leagues. We'll have to see how that goes. So you did mention the Winter Olympics. Do you agree with that move as well? Yes. So yes, I, I because it well, can only go worse from yeah, there. And I, I agree with it. The only thing I do is feel bad for some of these guys that were probably on their last go round and right. not going to have that opportunity again because some of these guys are up right, in like the, an Ovechkin. Yeah. Right. So you know, unfortunately, you've got to protect your product as well, and the NHL has right. to protect their bread and butter first and foremost, and that's the players. So if the players are go there and something happens, you could shut right. down this league potentially. Yeah, because you're looking at players like Bergeron and Sidney Crosby um, that were going to be there. Four years from now, mm, you're looking mm-hmm. at a 41-year-old Bergeron. Yeah, not going to Chances are not going to be able to be in that. So right into the face-off. So it's like a hockey thing, but it's not about hockey. Our face-off – it's just a go at each other for about two minutes on its particular topic. So this week's topic is, should the NFL allow both teams a chance to score a touchdown before declaring a winner? So currently in the NFL, team that possesses the ball first gets to go down. If they score a touchdown, game over in overtime. If they score a field goal, then the other team has an opportunity to try to score and match. My question would be, should each team at least have one opportunity to try to score a touchdown? So that first team comes out and scores a touchdown. Should that second team have an opportunity to score a touchdown? You're first this week. So I get to choose. You get to pick. Are you for them adding the rule or against them changing the rule? I'm against them to change so the you rule. you want them to keep the rule the way it is? I want them not to give a team a second chance. Okay. So go ahead whenever you're ready. Look, we had this discussion not too long ago, and I'm going to use your theory as the basis for this argument. I love it because that just means I'm always right. Good call. Go. It wasn't for a (laughs) face-off. Look, let the kickers decide. Like you said, let the kickers decide. Right. And I thought that was the best idea. You know, you line them up, you try to kick the field goal, the other team can still block it. You, and you kick. Start it off at one, and then you work yeah, your way back, you way back harder and harder, right? Just like that. Uh, look, it, it, there's no point. Those rules suck, no matter how you look at it, unless you do no. it with those kickers. I because just... all those rules that's terrible. It's always one-sided. But that was a conversation about ties. And this conversation is that, look, 
back in the day, whatever team scored first, you kicked a field goal, you won. That game was over. Right. Right. And then at least they said, look, if you kick a field goal, the other team gets an opportunity. But it does. I, I still don't understand that the, the same philosophy is they go down, they score a touchdown, and you basically walk away. What yeah. is the point of that? Like, I don't get why we would end the game like that, and the other team never even touches the ball. Like, give them an yeah, opportunity no, well, to try to score. I mean, that's just the whole thing, Eric. It's like, you know, like how – because truthfully, like it's so offense oriented and favored in this league now that you almost surprised somebody doesn't go down and score a touchdown every time. Right. But it happens. So give that other team an opportunity. I don't know. I, I just don't like uh, the fact that, especially in like a playoff, I just don't like overtime in team, football. I hate it. Overtime football is not very good. It's terrible it's because it's good. always favors whoever wins the toy cost. Woo. Yeah, so no. basically you're lucky if you win. It makes no sense to me. I don't like it. You shouldn't even play overtime. You just do the kicking. Yeah, I like it. Kickers. Yeah. All right. Let's talk so about. I obviously won that because you agreed with me. <laughs> you try again. Um, let's talk some Major League Baseball, which I didn't think we'd be talking about much. But there's been uh, a couple little things going on. Yeah, a couple and, little things. And the gentleman that's going to be on the screen has been hired by the New York Mets to be their new manager, and that would be Buck Walter. Yeah. Is he the right manager for the team? Um, sure, why not? Uh, I think he's, I think he's capable of, of doing the right things for the team. I think the team is, is building up to be something of a stacked team this year. Like they are really going for the championship this year. Um, you know, they let some players get away like Thor. Yeah, Baez. You know, but are you really letting anything get away if somebody's always hurt? You know, it's a great, it's a great pickup for the Angels because they've basically had nothing in support of, of Mike Trout all those years. And now, now Otani, you know. So they're finally getting some help. So that's a great signing, but it's also a great letting somebody go out the door that's always hurt. So they're they're focusing in on getting players that are going to be productive. So, and it doesn't have to be the top guy in the league. It doesn't have to be the top guy. Here's why I don't think it's a good fit. Steve Cohen, who's the owner of the team, has basically said in the next five years he's going to bring a championship to the Mets. That's his goal. Yeah. Buck Showalter is a very good regular season coach. Out of 20 years, he's only had eight losing seasons. And if you think about some of the teams, when you're talking the Rangers teams that weren't very good, the Baltimore Orioles teams that obviously haven't been good for a a good amount of time. Yeah. He, You know, he got those teams to almost 500 or above. Um, he's actually, I think 96 wins one year with the Orioles. So you're looking at what he can do in the regular season. He's only nine and 14 in the postseason. Yeah. That Orioles season, I think was the year Chris before Davis. Chris Davis got yeah. suspended for yeah. Yeah, the, the juice. <laughs> um, and we're not talking orange, um, <laughs> but nine and 14 in the playoffs, a 39% winning percentage. Yeah. If your goal is to win a championship, yep. I don't think he's going to get you to that point. It just seems when the 
when everything changes in, in, in playoff baseball, he struggles to adjust to it. And I think, you know, look, I mean, there's only so many play, so many coaches out there that can win championships. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest with that. Um, If given the, the solid team, you know, he's got a good shot at winning in the postseason. Like, you know, and if they even play next year, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. if if they still bolster their roster, which I think they would, go, they are going to do. I think they're gonna they're gonna be able to rival like the Dodgers roster, San Francisco, you know, Atlanta Braves. Those are the teams that you have to compete with, especially Atlanta in your own division. Yeah. So, so they're going to be careful on who they're going to sign, and for you know for how long, because they want to get a championship team. So come trade deadline, they're going to push those buttons to try to get those players that'll put them over the hump, and and you know if you're picking up, you know an ace at the deadline. You know, I mean, it makes it makes a manager's job easy. Yeah, we'll have to see. Listen, Easier. nine years with the Orioles. Do you realize he almost had a 500 record? Like, yeah, think about that, team, that with the Orioles. That team is just terrible, right? So if you get him enough talent, I think again, get him a good. They they get into the postseason. Yeah. Anything could happen, but it'd be fun to see. Uh, again, Cohen wanted uh, Santa coming. No Santa. I just heard something. Uh oh. Reindeer? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Real sneaky story that kind of just, you know, flew under the radar. Cody Bellinger signed a one-year $17 million deal with the to remain with the Dodgers. Good good deal for the the Dodgers, or do we feel like something a little shady happened yet? Well, we talked about that before. I think something definitely shady happened here. Um it's kind of weird how it happens like two weeks after, you know, the, the lockout. It's kind of weird. It was announced. I guess they have arbitration and he had to, they have to do it before December 1st or it goes to arbitration. So he signed the deal. Yeah. It wasn't announced, but yeah, sure. Listen, five year career with uh, the Dodgers, two all-stars, one gold glove, 2019 MVP. But he also has missed a lot of games. He missed 67 games last season. He only batted 165 for them, 10 home runs, uh, 39 RBIs. So what Corey Bellinger are you getting? And Cody Bellinger. Um, not somebody that's worth $17 million. Right. So I, I don't know how good of a signing that's going to be, but we'll see. That's a terrible signing because what you just did is just you just made a non-tradable player on your team. Yeah, well, it's one-year deal. Yeah, he's done after this year. Non-tradable. Who are you going to trade him to? Gaze Nobody's going to want you. him for $17 million. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Ron, the pick and roll of all pick and rolls. 10 bits. Thank you so much, Gaze. We appreciate it. Thank you. Gazmav Gaming. So this pick and roll will probably end our friendship because I know this is what's going to happen. Oh, it's, I'm telling you. I'm telling gonna, you. You better not. Sports Unfolded will no longer exist after this pick and roll, I feel. 
So what we are doing, we are going to rank these five big upsets that have happened in the world of sports. The 1980 Winter Olympics where the United States defeated Russia. Buster That's the Douglas, hockey, men's hockey team. Men's hockey. Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson. The 07 New England Patriots losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl and missing out on a perfect season. The 04 Red Sox trailing 03 to beat the Yankees to advance to the World Series. And the 2018 number 16 UMBC defeating the number one Virginia in the NCAA tournament in men's basketball. Ron, you are first this week. I cannot wait. Have at it. All right. Five to one, the least biggest upset to the biggest upset in the history of sports. All right. So number five, I have Buster Douglas defeating Mike Tyson. Wow. For the simple reason that anybody can win with one punch. All it takes is one. I agree with that. You get one lucky punch in, you can beat anybody. Yep. Simple as that. Now, it is a huge upset. Yes. It was. It was major. You know, like he had no business beating Mike Tyson. No. But it happened. And... You know that one. It only takes one punch. Yep. Okay. So, so I went with that as number five. Number four. Number four is simply any given Sunday. Somebody could well, be Liverpool beating AC Milan. Yes, in the Champions League, two thousand and five, down three zero, the halftime, the biggest upset. I like it. We're not. We're not out. We're, we're trying to get more familiarized awesome. with this soccer. Seeing or football, as you would call it in the uh, UK, we're we're still uh, we're still working on that. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Um, but that is a good one. That because, is a very good one. You know, I mean, first of all, being down three zero. Yeah, in soccer, I could teach you both. My that's I huge. It. That's that's huge. So that is a good one. That that actually would have been like. All right. But who'd you have it for? Number four was the pass losing to the Giants because any given Sunday, look, they had no business losing to the Giants. No business. But that that pass rush. Yeah. Oh, those, those, the front seven yeah, the for Giants the Giants were just yeah. relentless. And they played well. And it went down to that stupid play yeah and it hurts it hurts i don't want to talk about it hurts three but any given sunday three number three is my umbc defeating virginia look virginia was obviously the better team like way better um gays thanks for the bits again man another but again you know all it takes is somebody to get hot and 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 put up some points and you know it was a stunner it is a huge upset huge huge but just because those players weren't recruited in big schools doesn't mean they're not good players okay number three i'd like it okay number two number two is the socks down oh three to the new york yankees homer and all it took was that stolen base. Homer. Go ahead. Okay. 
That's number still two. a look. Number you, two, Red Sox. You're down three games to nothing. You're losing in the yeah. game. Liverpool was down 3 0 and a half. Yeah, but you didn't have that as a choice. <laughs> you, I'm given okay. the choices so, that. So, number gave. one, 1980. The men's hockey team. Look, they played the the Russians just yeah, a week before and they got slaughtered. Okay. Slaughtered. They gave Love up it. like I don't even know, like eight goals, something like uh-huh. that. Look, that team at the time in Russia had been together forever. Yep. They won four. They straight. had the best goaltender in the world. Four straight goals they won. Right. Russia. Look, yeah. there was no match for NHL players. They're yeah. all stars. And and that is a big part of why, you know, they gave no chance to these kids coming out of college. Yeah, college, yeah. And to beat probably the greatest hockey team ever to grace the planet. Seriously, the best. Okay. And they had they they there was no win. There was there was a no win situation. Okay. And yet I like it. Do you believe in miracles? Do you believe in miracles, my friend? Dude, like, I remember watching the game. I I could not believe what I was seeing. I love it. I love it. Gay's getting a new desk, corner desk. Congrats. Hope you enjoy that. Um, Nice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my five, and I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong, and all the way. No, don't. I don't want to see that college game number one, dude. Seriously, it's number five. Signing off. At number five, I've got the '04 Red Sox defeating the New York Yankees to advance to the World Series. Because if they had lost to the Cardinals in the World Series, would it have really been that big of an upset? Them winning it all, that wasn't the championship. That was to get them to the World Series. Then they still ultimately had to win in the World Series. So if they had lost in the World Series, nobody would have cared that they came back 0-3 because they still would have lost and wouldn't have gotten a ring. So to me, that wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, isn't the Yankees and Red Sox the actual World Series every year? The rivalry, yes, but what I'm saying to you is no, but it's like the, the upset. That's what that's when we're what talking about an upset. If they had lost, it was an upset. It wouldn't have mattered because they still wouldn't. If that 0-3 wouldn't okay. matter. Okay, all right. No, okay. that's I can see your point. So at number four, 1980 Winter Olympics, where oh, USA God, oh. defeated. Are you kidding me? Defeated the Russians. Are to, you kidding me? To advance. And it's the same theory. I no, Who did they beat to no. win the gold? Who they win? Who they no. beat to win the gold? See, this is Finland. where you're wrong. Finland, they still had this to win the where, gold. Yeah, if but, they beat Russia and lost and won the silver, nobody would have cared. No, but they wouldn't have won the silver. You have to get there to get the silver. You would have exactly. had exactly the if they bronze. beat the Russians and then lost to Finland, they would have got the silver. It still would have been the biggest upset because the Russians would have won they didn't gold win it all. against it Finland. Didn't matter. Them winning it all. Makes no, it bigger. It but they have to defeat Finland. That's no. why it's fourth. That's the why it's Russian fourth. The team was that good and that perfect that it was the biggest upset. It was the biggest upset. Fourth. At no. number three, Buster Douglas defeating Mike Tyson. And I put it in the middle ground because I agree with you. Any given, any given fight, one punch could knock you out. Tyson admitted he didn't train for the fight. Didn't take Buster Douglas seriously. So it ended up costing him, and it literally changed his career afterwards. Once he lost to Buster Douglas, he was. I'm going to get ready to mute you. All right. 
at number two, the 07 Patriots losing to the Oh, my God. You put that. No, you're done. That's it. So. You're muted. That's how you like it. How you like it. (laughs) Can't believe it. So let me tell you why. No, that's just terrible. How many teams have been undefeated in the NFL in the history of the NFL? Eric, this is horrible. One. Why? Because the New York Giants defeated the New England Patriots to prevent them from being a two. It's one of those records that probably will never get beaten again. 1972 Miami Dolphins going undefeated. No NFL team's ever going to do it again. Which means that number one, number 16 UMBC defeating number one Virginia in the NCAA tournament. You're wrong. And not only did they defeat them, they won by 20. You're wrong. And that just goes to show you how many these college teams they they only have. Time out. They only have. I don't care. I don't care. You're going to hear this. 16 seeds have beat a number one seed. All their players all the time. When you're ready, answer the question. How many 16 seeds have beat a number one? I don't care. It's never happened. I don't care. That was the first time. In 144 games, it was Virginia, who had the best defense in the in the country. I don't care. One of the top teams. It doesn't matter when you're only playing. You're basically you're you're putting out players that are first and second year anyway because all the good players get recruited Uh, to the NBA. So why hasn't it happened before? If it's not that big a deal down now. If it's not that big a deal, why hasn't it happened before? And it still hasn't happened again. Because it wasn't as watered down as it is now. It's going to happen again. You watch. Okay. Mark when my does, word. Then, when it does, then I'll, I'll move them off the list. Yeah, okay. then, that, that, the only that team that's ever won. Because it's going to happen What's this What's UMBC stand for? Nobody even knows. University of Maryland, Baltimore County. And do you know the team's name? The Retrievers. Because they, they, they won it. They retrieved it. And I think they lost the next game anyway. You're wrong. I am not no way near college right. is watered down in basketball. It's watered down because USA loses the Finland. Leave. That game's not even uh, who cares. No, that, that exactly who cares. They about needed that to game. win. Nobody they cared. Needed to Finland to win the gold. Once again, if you enjoy what you're watching, check us out every Friday night live at 6 p.m. That's Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, YouTube, yep. Twitch, and Twitter. You can Follow always come social- and listen to him talk out his butt. Listen, follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram, Podcasts, Amazon, Anchor, Google, Spotify. If you're in Southeast Connecticut, SEC TV, Public Access, Channel 12. We are on it on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. You watch us there. It's a rebroadcast of tonight's show. I got a Go question ahead. for you. Go ahead. How many of those did you actually watch? Uh, obviously, the, the Giants. I saw the Buster Douglas fight. I saw the Red Sox one, and I saw the defeat. of. The, I didn't see the uh, 80s Olympics. I saw all five. Okay. I'm just what, saying. What does that matter? Because I see I saw it. Okay. okay. I can. I and have. you seeing it doesn't mean it should be number one. No. Look. It, look. look, you had to have known – what it was like, what was on the line. Listen, I'm not saying that I, I understand the importance of the victory. What I'm saying to you is this, if they had lost to Finland and didn't win the gold, 
how big of a defeat would that have been? It wouldn't. It wouldn't have mattered in the grand. It certainly would. They still had another game or another series. The same thing with the because Red Sox. You, you stopped the, Red the Sox Russians had a, from winning the gold. You stopped them from you winning the gold, them. so you stopped that streak. But then, yeah. if you lose, it doesn't really affect. Sure, it does. No, it does. Okay, so. What did using your theory? Yeah, what in my theory? What did UMBC win next? Nothing. Nothing. There you yeah. go. So it doesn't matter. The upset they're the only team matter. that ever do it. Nobody, You're gonna tell me nobody's theory. No, your somebody theory. nobody's ever stopped a streak before. It's, it's the happens. same principle. You can't use it for one and then use not use it for the other one. I am when so, because. What yes, we're talking about them, is, but it doesn't matter because they lost the next game. Yes. So it doesn't matter. It does that, matter though, that, because what I'm saying to you is, doesn't matter because they it's are the, the lowest. Principle. No, they are. They are. Sixteen seeds are not expected to win at all, and very few sixteen seeds have ever been in a game. Okay, nobody expected. Nobody was expected to beat the Russian team. Exactly. No one. Okay. But then no if they one. lost in the next round, it wouldn't but matter. That's the point. That's the problem with if your you'd like theory. To sponsor the show. If you'd like to sponsor the show, reach out to us, Rhode Island Broadcast. You know you're wrong. You can email your theory absolutely no, not at all. Email because you us, can't email use that unfolded, one and then not use it for the other. It's Check ridiculous. Us out. It's ludicrous. We, we can sponsor your, your business. We we are we are global. We are so we have the opportunity from an internet standpoint. To get you anywhere you want to be, even if it's just to promote your website, check us out. We got really good rates, and we'd love to sponsor. Have a sponsor. We are on to predictions, my friend. And I won last week, one nothing. The one game was the Colts beating, defeating the New England Patriots. That's all your fault. That's why. Nope. Don't even try that one because. I've been picking against New England. <laughs> it's worked. No, but you kept saying, oh, I have a bad feeling about it. And you said the same thing today. So if the Patriots don't make the playoffs, it's on it's you. On me. It's on me. Okay. So let's start off with some NHL. So the NHL will return 12-27, and the Florida Panthers will be at the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay. If they play the game, I'm going to go with Carolina. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Carolina as well. What about uh, on 1229 Edmonton Oilers at the St. Louis Blues? I'm going to go with the – well, what I have on my paper is the Oliers. I spelled oh, the Oilers. Oilers wrong. I love them. <laughs> They're really good, though, too. So I'm going to go with the Oliers. Uh, me too. Uh, so far, we're two for two here. Buffalo NFL, Buffalo Bills at – the New England Patriots on 1226. I, of course, I'm going to go with the Pats. I'm going Buffalo. Again, we all know whose fault it is. Two out of three have gone my way when New England's won it. Big AFC North. Pats got another gaze going for the Pats as well. Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I'm going with Cincinnati. Ooh. Oh, all right. I'll go Baltimore. All right. So, so Gaz Ravens. has the Pats, right? He has the Pats, and he has the Ravens. And he has the Ravens. So he's and kind you of went with who? You went with the Ravens. I went with the Ravens. Gaze, if you are able to join us next week, we'll let you know how you how you did in our, in our predictions as well. Yes, absolutely. On Christmas Day, so tomorrow night, 
Golden State Warriors at the Phoenix Suns. And both of these Ooh. teams seem healthy. Yes, they are. Um, I'm going to go Golden State. Oh, all right. I'm going to go Phoenix. They're going to try to prove a point here. It's, their, their, it's the West is theirs now. The Suns. So I guess Gaz, Gaz Mav is all on your side today. So far, other than no, well, he, he picked Except New England. Except for the, uh, the, the pick Pats. and roll, of course. The Pats. The pick and roll was clearly I won that one. Oh, you, you don't lost. Know what your theory. I could argue with you all day on this. I don't even want to talk to you right now. Greatest upset in the history of sports. On 12-27, Brooklyn Nets at the Los Angeles Clippers. And now it looks like no Kevin Durant there. So, But Kyrie could play, I think. He might be back for that. Knicks. <laughs> the Nets. I think he means the Nets, Gaze. Ron, your mic. Your mic's out here for a second. No, can't hear you. Can't hear you. Nets, there you go, guys. I love it. Cannot hear you, my friend. Hold on. We'll see if we can get Ron back here. We're almost done. Now? There we go. Perfect. So here you got Nets at the Clippers. I took the Clippers. Clippers, I went net. So we got four different games this week. I love it. Yep. I'm going to win at least three of them. There we go again. So as we normally do at the end of each show, we do our final thought. Doesn't necessarily have to be about anything sports related. It could be about anything going on in the world today. Uh, So, Ron, you are up first this week. Your final thought. Um, I just want to wish my former partner good luck in your endeavors. (laughs) No, in all seriousness, let's let's just enjoy the holidays. Yeah. Be safe out there. Be responsible. Enjoy some sports. Enjoy some hockey if it comes back on Monday. I'm not holding my breath because I think a lot of players are going to test positive and it's going to put a kibosh in the NHL's plan. Um, but enjoy the... The NBA games on Saturday, the, the football games, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, maybe even Tuesday. So just enjoy life, enjoy family, and enjoy sports. No. So uh, mine is on the Hawaii canceling their bowl game due to COVID concerns and some of their players not being able to participate. And unfortunately for some of these players, if you think about the tough couple years we've had, obviously dealing with this pandemic, but now you're actually – some of these guys might be their last opportunity to ever play uh, collegiate football or any football to, for that matter and to have it taken away because of, of, of this. It's a shame because some of these kids, again, you know, early 20s, their life would be probably winning a bowl game and they won't get that opportunity. So sad to see that happen because we, we're starting to see a lot of cancellations again and a lot of different things happen in the world, and it definitely stinks. And I just want to reiterate to your, your point – Enjoy the holidays. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday, however you celebrate. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, so many different ways. Uh, you know, Kwanzaa as well. Um, enjoy those with your family, your loved ones. Life is short. We've talked about it in the past, about just things that have happened between your friends, my friends, our families, and things of that nature. So appreciate what you have on these holidays. And enjoy. Just enjoy. So yeah, Eric. Uh, one more thing. Um 
come come uh january the first week of january uh i think we should like keep an actual stat of all of the predictions including yes, fans that that so yeah, we, we can tally them in as yeah. well without a and doubt, we can, we can post that. that you know weekly and so that way the fans see their their leaderboards yeah. we can put it on uh twitter you guys watch yeah. and follow us on twitter at sports unfolded and we'll post them up every week uh in january because now i'm curious on how gazmav does yeah we're gonna have to see how and, it does uh you know so i think january we start fresh yeah no, definitely we have everybody participate and we'll have leaderboards and everything yeah well he's definitely gonna down for football soccer thing we're definitely we'll, we'll get the, the soccer thing going for sure gays thanks for joining tonight appreciate you man uh everybody at faceless thanks for joining tonight everybody that's watching live watching afterwards check us out we we love the fans you guys have a great holiday merry christmas ron enjoy your holiday brother take care everybody we'll see you next friday have a good Peace. night